0: Okay, so uh, the music's a little uh, 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 gay.
1: Uh, uh,
0: uh, ever since uh, uh, Albert was here, um, like Tom Yamaguchi yesterday was kind of making up the point that our theme song sounds of a, shall we say, frilly nature. I like that theme song. What's wrong with it? Da-da-da. So I like it, so what the hell. How are you? Happy, uh... Happy, uh... What is Wednesday already? Jeez. My, how time flies when, uh... You're having absolutely no fun at all. Uh, I... (laughs) Oh boy! I think after the show, I got to call the cable company. Got to get another modem. I can't figure it out. I can't. Uh, I can't pick up this program for more than about five minutes off the web site. Uh, but I can get it by going directly to it and having it hold for a while. But then it doesn't hold for a while on other browsers. Um, if anybody's having trouble like that, let me know. But I don't think you are because what I did is I went on my iPad and I listened to, through the, the website to our uh, our uh, live stream, and it was fine. Uh, it went for an hour. Uh, so there's something with the modem. It could just be just something they have to, the little switch they have to flip or something inside the modem to make it be a little more. Shall we say? user-friendly. Anyway, welcome to our program. This is a little... Of, we do. In case you just happened upon this, and that doesn't happen very often, because uh, out there in the wonderful world of the internet, there is... Uh, there are so many programs, so many things being done, that we become really just another little buzz of a mosquito in your ear. And so... You have to really kind of get used to us and like us and want us and, and adore us and think we're just swell and we're terrific, and that's how you get to listen to us. Now, what I'm doing right now is I'm turning on the, uh, the, the, the uh, a Skype line. Now, what we use here on this program is a thing called Skype. We also use a regular phone number, too, but, you know, um, you'll have to figure that one out in a little while, <laughs> all right? Uh, here's what you do. First with Skype. You go to Skype.com, you download the Skype program, you install it in your machine, very simple, answer four questions, no, it's not Passover, and we're going to keep doing that joke till somebody laughs at it, uh, first name, last name, uh, your email address, and then some kind of ID that you want. Our ID here happens to be GabNet Live. If you want to call us, you call GabNet Live. If you want to be part of the citizens panel, we suggest you actually go to a thing that says contacts or add contact, and then put in GabNet Live, and it will inform us that you want to be part of our little uh, our little gathering. All right? And that's fine. That's good. Um, uh, because then you can be part of what we call a citizens panel. It's a group of people not talking, not just one-on-one with me, but a group of people talking. So, that's the way the game is played. And then I then it will ask you if I want to add you as a friend or whatever whatever the thing is, as a, as a contact. And I go, yes. And then every time you call us, we can put you on the citizens panel, all right? Otherwise, if you just try to call us at GabNet Live, there's a problem. Uh, however, without doing any of that, if you just want to get on your cell phone or you want to get on your grandmother's dial phone, uh, it's three four seven three five two zero zero seven nine three fifty two, zero, zero, seven, nine. We find a lot of people find that that's a, uh, uh, an ultra convenient way of, uh, getting a hold of this program. Um, let me see here. What do I, what, 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 do I want to talk to you about? I, the lines are open, so I would love to talk to you if you want to talk to me I, I can't see any reason why you would, but you can talk to me anyway. Uh, uh, so give us a call on on uh, Skype uh, or or um, just give us a uh, call anyway. Where are we? Oh, so anything happening in the news? Um, you know what I. You know what I hate about. I'll tell you. I mean, I'm, what I hate about Drudge. Say what I hate about Drudge, Matt Drudge drudge report. Uh, Everything he can do to just make the Democrats or a Democrat look bad, he does. Now, if you consider yourself really a newsman, you report the news as impartially as you can. I say as you can because I don't think there's a human being alive. that doesn't have a political opinion. I'm sure Brian Williams when he goes on the air every night, in his heart of hearts, has a political opinion. I don't know what that political opinion is, and that's how well he does his job. I never really knew what Walter Cronkite's political opinion was while he was the anchor of the CBS Evening News. In other words, you, I'm sure you've got a political opinion. I'm sure that you know Brian Williams can't be so devoid of any kind of intellect that he does, isn't able... To have a political opinion. Uh, uh, So uh, that uh, being uh, what it is, uh, he hides it. He doesn't say what it is. And he just reports the news. Okay? Good for him. That's what he should be doing. That's what is the the way in which uh, you should do the news. So when you get a guy like Matt Drudge, right, who obviously is to the right and is trying to kiss the right's ass at every moment and you go to his page it is so biased uh, first of all he's not a, he's not really running a newspaper he's running a clip service okay uh he, yeah i mean he you know all these things are links to everybody else's the work everybody else has done but in a lot of cases it happens to also be very biased. Uh, he will go to very biased sources, uh, Fox News being one of them, of course. Um, but uh, uh, it, it it it's just kind of interesting to me here that uh, that that he can't ever just be even-handed. You know, I'll tell you something. I I sit here and I. You know if if you were to ask me my politics I'm to the left okay I, this is not a particularly political show but it's to the left and um, I really um, uh, but but nevertheless occasionally the right has something they say that I kind of say you know that makes sense it makes less and less sense these days because everybody is so not open-minded about their opinions, you know, but if uh, Eric Cantor came up with an idea that I thought was worthy, I could, as a lefty, say, hey, good for you, you know, my old line, the stop clock is right twice a day. Um, but the fact of the matter is that with a guy like Drudge, there is just, there's no room for anybody. Like, uh, the big thing is, um, she uh, Hillary gave a speech last night and the hall she gave it at was half empty. Well, it, it, yeah, why not? Sometimes that's the case. Uh, she speaks to empty seats at Georgetown. Now, how many let's see, 750-seat hall. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, uh, so, but it doesn't say how many were filled. Empty seats were shown throughout the balcony level of the auditorium. Um, yeah. So, and this news item, right? Who does it come from? It comes from the Daily Caller. The Daily Caller uh, is, a, uh, is a is a is a right wing uh, blog. Also, I, I you know, and by the way, some would somebody like to call this morning? You know. I mean, you know, this is only a test, this uh, one o'clock show, to see if we can get callers, to see if we, yesterday we had a lot of callers, uh, but we also want to see if we get a lot of a decent size audience, we get a lot of callers, then it makes it possible. Uh, if we don't get callers, yeah, this show can be killed at any moment, all right? it's. Uh, I have a lot more things I can do this time of the day than this show, Okay. Anyway, the last time we had a guy named his name is Phil Meyer. He he calls this show too. The um, Phil is our is our house right winger. Uh, in fact, oh here he is now. I was just talking about you, Phil. Phil uh, Meyer. He, he calls. this show, Oh wait a minute. I got to uh, turn something down our, somewhere. Hold on a second. Hold on. Uh,
1: just fact, a moment. You know, I got to turn something now. down. There we go.
0: Turn it down. All right. Uh, anyway, Phil, I was about to talk about you. Uh, I
1: like uh, I like my news coming from uh, the right wing because that's the way I think and that's the way I want to see my news. You it, want to see this stuff from the left? No, and, no, and, no. And why should the right wing stuff be even-handed? Who
0: who, who, who is, is wait a minute? Wait a minute. Who has been more critical of MSNBC than me?
1: No one. Uh, you you were very critical of MSNBC as well as uh, you know. I have to say. That you are fairly even-handed uh, with uh, with those news sites uh, other than the fact that if I like a right wing site I'm not even I hate
0: <laughs> I absolutely detest media matters
1: well I, I understand they they have not been good to you no uh, no
0: but that's not the point I hated them before we we had our little
1: that's Dust why up. they haven't been good to you. That's why
0: they haven't been good to me, uh, is because I was critical of them, just saying that, well, what I didn't like was, uh, I see, I don't like to be pandered to. I have a certain political opinion, and I feel there's certain people out there who are out to get my attention or money or something simply because I hold that opinion.
1: Well, Drudge just gathers up. Uh, all the stuff that uh, is in a, a one political bent and he puts it in one place uh, so if I want to see that stuff from that yeah. particular side I'll look at it if I want to see something from Al Jazeera or if I want to see something well, from uh, see, I'll, I'll, I'll watch them
0: okay, I'll tell you what, what, uh, what uh, he does very well Drudge um, his site is worthwhile going to because there's a lot of stuff there and and if you if you know where he is, you can filter it, right? And and so as a news source, it becomes a good news source. He's created a fairly good news source. Not that he's reporting the news or anything. He's just simply leading you to the news.
1: It's the right wing AP.
0: Well, but it's not necessarily not everything is right wing there. But then I could go over to Raw Story, which I know is uh, is 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 uh, left wing. And unfortunately, I don't think Raw Story does as good a job as Drudge does of what he does. Now, I hate the fact that Drudge does that good a job, because there should be somebody else out there doing for the left what he's doing for the right. But I don't care. I don't want it even to be left-wing. I just want neutral stuff. I want the news unfiltered.
1: Well, then you know, you're not going to get that from Drudge. You're not going to uh, get it
0: from Drudge. You're not going to get it from Raw Story. You're not going to get it from uh, what are some of the other sites that I'm that are on the left. Uh, and and I just think that uh, we deserve better than that. Now, well, uh, uh, the thing I was going to say was what happened last night on our show with you in yeah. which you gave us the rap sheet on uh, uh yeah, Michael I uh, uh, Michael uh, on Michael Brown. Yeah. Uh, I did more research on that after the show. Yeah. Uh, you know what that rap sheet is? It is for Michael Brown.
1: Yeah? Yeah. Uh, and I had no idea. It was yeah. just something tagged yeah. on. No, something no,
0: it was for for Michael Brown, and it was spread around by the right wing as Michael Brown's rap sheet, and it absolutely was the rap sheet of Michael Brown.
1: For Michael Brown?
0: Just not that Michael Brown.
1: <laughs> that makes
0: sense. It was another Michael Brown. Hmm. Okay.
1: Well, you know, uh, I, I don't like being pandered to either. You know, I would like to get straight news. I remember even uh, when uh, in your uh, radio studio, you had an AP machine. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's a good way
0: back when. No, it was always in. <laughs> no, it was always like down the hall, because those things made so much of a racket that you didn't want that on the air.
1: Yeah, and, uh, you know, I... Um, Uh, I ripped the story off from it once, and I walked into your studio, and I said, hey, look, there's a, you know, 600-pound person, and I thought it was funny, and (laughs) he beat me up pretty good on it, (laughs) you know, making fun of fat people, but, you know, now I am one, so, (laughs) but I'm not that heavy. We all put
0: uh, on a few pounds as we get older, you know. Uh, You
1: know, there there, there are, you know, I don't know where the neutral news sources are anymore. Uh, they, they used to even say the Christian science monitor was a neutral source. And, uh, you know, we, I, I would assume that that's not true either. Uh,
0: I, I I think it was probably a fairly neutral source. I think most news, you know, most news, in spite of the fact that there were years where they went, oh, you know, CBS is that liberal network. But I, I defy you during uh, Cronkite's reign as the anchor of the CBS evening news, to find a bias in his reporting.
1: He didn't have any. We, we have it
0: and we and we know that probably politically he was uh, he was a liberal. Okay? Yeah. But he never brought that to the newscast. He simply saw the news, he reported it as it, as it was seen. He didn't sit, sit there and start filtering it through his own bias. That's why I find Fox a bit abhorrent. That's why I find MSNBC abhorrent. I find MSNBC more abhorrent than Fox. Uh, um, he's got some business <laughs> going on there.
1: Uh, the, the, uh, no,
0: but I, I find Fox less abhorrent than MSNBC, and I'll tell you why. Fox was started as a uh, uh, by uh, Roger Ailes uh, as a what he considered antidote to the liberal press, and that liberal press thing was a was really a misnomer. It was a, it was a uh, uh, something f- that people were paranoid about, but it wasn't really true. Most news organizations tried to be as unbiased as you can be, okay? Which is not a hundred percent. CNN was started to be unbiased because Ted Turner one night saw Dan Rather do a story and then smirk, and he mm-hmm. said, "I want a news channel where nobody smirks," you know.
1: Dan, rather, that was certainly biased.
0: Yeah, yeah, but he, and and, but nice. he started CNN in response to that. When CNN started out, you couldn't find a more unbiased news source. Okay,
1: yeah.
0: uh, and uh,
1: uh, there's a new network uh, on that I like. That's a biased network called OAN, um, One America Network, and it's a, it's a right wing, uh, uh, it's a right wing network. And they report stories from that bent.
0: Yeah, uh, but uh, well, anyway, folks, are uh, give us a call. We'd like more people today. I don't know where they are, but it's. Uh, and you are know, going like, to
1: get me for a few minutes because I have to leave in about five. minutes. See, he
0: has to leave in about five minutes. So if he has to go, and it's just me, we'll probably just close the show down early. But anyway, the point is that all I'm talking about is that 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 I think you as a right winger and I as a left winger deserve some place we can go and get unfiltered news, you know, that isn't filtered in one direction or another.
1: I don't think that exists anymore. Well, you know, it's I, entertainment it, rather
0: than news. Well, then maybe you know, and I and I I would say okay, well, at least we have the internet and somebody could do something there and then people could go to that, but really the internet hasn't supplied a um a source for unfiltered news. Because they're all trying to be biased. They're all trying to be the anti-drudge, you know.
1: Yeah. Now, you, you have, uh, you know, put together uh, something that you might be able to uh, get or make an unfiltered news service with some of the other hours that you have uh, uh, that, that, that can be programmed. Not necessarily you, but you could find someone that uh, reports from with a neutral bent.
0: I mean, I would love to, I would love to start a, a news hour here. For instance. Uh, but, you know, doing a news operation, you got to have some money to do that. We don't have money. You know, this is. Just read Drudge. Huh? <laughs> just just read uh, You know, I mean, the only place we could get our news from is from the sources that we would go to. And our bias would make us go to certain sources over others i mean i'm i'm not saying that that there's a news person who's ever lived who doesn't have a bias and i'd be happy if every one of them said here's my bias and then did the news okay cuz then i could it. well then i could know how to filter it but when when people don't say how they are politically um it could be filtered it's being filtered through their brain and then how they see things. So even as unbiased as uh, as as Cronkite was, uh, the, and as much as he would try to not allow himself to be biased, I'm sure
1: that he. Do think he voted? Huh? Uh, he, I don't even think he would vote. Uh, I think that's uh, he had mentioned that in passing. Yeah. Uh, that uh, he didn't want to allow his vote to to taint well, his
0: bias. Also, isn't what's passed being passed off today as news? People kind of
1: uh, entertainers.
0: R- ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, in 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 the old days, uh, it's TNA. In, in yeah. the days of the Cronkites and the Huntley-Brinkleys and the uh, uh, all the other people that populated the the news uh, spectrum, uh, Brian Williams wouldn't even be able to get a job. You know, yeah. uh, yeah. they'd say, oh, he's too pretty, you know, stick him out in the field. Let's uh, make Alaska his, uh, his beat, you know, uh, uh, this new guy they got over at, over at ABC, um, hell he wouldn't, he wouldn't cut the mustard either. They wanted good hard news people who had been places and seen things and, and were reporters of great note. Uh, now these guys are just news readers.
1: Right. They've got a teleprompter and uh, they read what the producer puts up there.
0: I thought that the the most honest uh, uh, thing that I ever heard in broadcasting was the BBC in England when they would do the news. And they would say, this is the 6 o'clock news and this is Alex Bennett reading it. (laughs) Uh, I always thought that was very honest, you know, because they were newsreaders and they called themselves newsreaders. They, but these guys, like Brian Williams, like to make you think they're out there in the field with their cuffs rolled like up. A and, Wolf
1: Blitzer with the helmet on and uh, Geraldo Rivera in the tank.
0: Well, here's um. what I love about the sincerity of it all. I remember the other day, uh, Brian Williams was reporting from Ferguson. Well, maybe not exactly the middle of Ferguson. Maybe not where people were going to be rioting, Ferguson. But he was in Ferguson.
1: Green screen of Ferguson. No, he
0: was in. He was in Ferguson. And I'm thinking to myself, why does he need to be in Ferguson? What to stop the rioting? To to to. Uh, and and I just I, I just said to myself, what a waste of time. So I went over to the other channels to see if they were in Ferguson too. ABC wasn't in Ferguson. CBS wasn't in Ferguson. What you do is you send your reporters to Ferguson, you know?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, or you use the local affiliate. Uh,
0: you, or, or, you, well, you, you probably want to send one of your reporters because you you have control over them. You know, you don't over the, over the local station reporter, you know, and then you're getting somebody who's on their way up trying to learn their craft, send out somebody who's already doing it. But uh, Oh, oh, by the way, all the networks had their black reporters reporting from, you know, the battle zone in Ferguson. Um, But I couldn't figure out uh, uh, why in the world... Wait a minute, did I just lose something here? Are you there? We just lost them. What the hell is this all about? Oh, man. Man, oh, man, oh, man. We are... uh, we are having problems now. We're trying to connect to Phil. Um, hmm, do I have a problem connecting to anybody is what the problem is here. Let me hang up and let me now try to call Phil and see what happened. Okay, is it ringing? Is it gonna ring? No, we're still on the air though. You know, this has been a problem with uh, Skype this week. Uh, Skype has been having all kinds of problems. Um, Hmm. Well, I don't know what to do here. Uh, I know that we're still on the air, and everything's fine that way. Um, Let me see here. Uh, uh, Let's see here. Uh, uh, I'm looking to see. I'm listening. I can't call in. Hmm. Uh, can you see this? Uh, yes, I can see that. That's from uh, from Andrew. Um, wow! I don't know what the what the hell this is about. To tell you the damn truth, um, everything else I've got. I, let me see. Make sure I've got uh, um, the internet here. Um, yeah, I've got the internet. So I don't know what happened. It, it apparently some has something to do with. Uh, with um, uh, I can hear you mention my name. Yeah. Okay. So Andrew. So we're getting. He's getting the show. Uh, let me let me try uh, Phil again here, and see if it rings. There we go.
1: Finally. Yeah. Yeah. My, I think it was my DSL connection. I was just about to. Uh, I got a uh, thing that said my Motorola something or other couldn't connect to the internet. It was a temporary. Oh, so it was you. I think so.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I, I, uh, uh, you know, who knows these days? We've been having all kinds of troubles with Skype. So yeah. Anyway, by the way, since he has to go soon, please somebody give me a call so we can continue this. So where were we? Oh, yeah. So what? What really happens here is you shouldn't. You shouldn't have to go somewhere that's coddling you. You should go somewhere where you can get the news. I mean, what do you want? Want people to tell you? uh the, yeah. the things you really want people to tell you what you want to
1: hear uh, occasionally you know if i don't want to if i want to know what uh, it, it sounds like from a different view i'll go to those other views yeah, and, but, wh-
0: but why why should you want to go somewhere where they're basically they're pandering to you like you know fox every, you know there are people at fox i am sure i can't name there's
1: them there's more than just the pandering it's, uh, there is a positive point to it, is that they're going to report stories that I wouldn't hear on other networks. So, uh, for instance, when I uh, look at the Washington Times, I'm going to be able to, in many cases, uh, read uh, stories that aren't going to be available in the New York Times. Or, or, the, uh, or the San Francisco crime. Yeah,
0: but it, but it's also the slant that, that they take. I mean, I as I say, yesterday you called my program with what was mass misin informa- mass misinformation.
1: Right. Okay. And, you know, and I don't purport to be in. And, and because,
0: that, but, 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 admit it. Be honest. You wanted to believe that story.
1: Well, I didn't want to disbelieve it. No, that, that's true. I, I didn't have any, any, any reason to disbelieve, but I didn't have any reason to believe either. We, you know, we know you can't trust anything that's on the Internet. And if you listen to what I had said was, hey, this is tagged along. You said, you know, do, do you think it's credible? And I said, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: And uh, obviously it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, on the other hand, if I didn't interject things like that, you'd, you'd have nobody to, to,
0: to beat up. Well, th- yeah, but I don't want to have to beat up on you. But I'm, what I'm saying is you are so desirous of of uh, of defending your side that you will go somewhere to find things which validate it. And, if, yes. and that's the trouble with the Internet, too.
2: See, I, I didn't
1: think the cop did anything wrong based on my training. And uh, and and knowing that I didn't have the full story, and there were so many others that evici- viciated the, the, the cop because uh, supposedly there was twelve rounds yeah. and
0: hmm? eviscerated.
1: Eviscerated. <laughs> uh, hey, that's what you get with a public education. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, you know they uh, they people piled on to this guy, uh, making him a demon. Uh, a whole city. Uh, uh, try to burn itself down because of this guy. And, you know, based on my training, uh, I, I think he did the right thing. Uh, and I have a feeling that what happened was the guy, uh, Brown, uh, went uh, several hundred feet or a hundred and something feet away and then came back and started charging him again like a mad bull. You know, that that happens when people are so angry uh they, they do let they, go char- do to... they
0: go charging? The, uh, but let, let, let's look for a moment. Again, we're going to look for try and find some element of truth in the news. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, and I'm going to go against the crowd now. You know, the crowd had as their symbol for their protests their hands up in the air, right? right. Because supposedly Brown turned around and had his hands up in the air. So your if, 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 if in your fact, hand if, if in fact, no. If I'm saying this to the people who who. Uh, are uh, defending Brown, if in fact he was charging at the police officer, as the police
1: officer claims. Do you charge at somebody with your hands up? Uh, you know, that's I had mentioned that there are things called swarming, where uh, uh, Asian gangs will charge at or swarm a police officer, and it's, it's a rite of passage to take their gun and shoot them. And uh, and the uh, no, but but the question they I'm say, asking you know, they, say, they put their hands in the air and they say shoot me shoot me oh, shoot. Oh, me. I see. Okay, put her on top of the guy. Yeah, and and then they disarm them and and shoot the officer.
0: Yeah, we don't know that this was the case. <laughs> no, I don't think that the, this The, what the uh, 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 Darren uh, uh, what's his name uh, uh, said that he he didn't. Um, uh, uh, Darren uh, Wilson, Wilson. Uh, said uh, what what.
1: Something fell I and and you know the good the easy way to remember his name what how mr Wilson! <laughs> that <is the>
0: best. <laughs> mr wilson uh um uh, darren wilson um claimed uh, uh according to his um, um, testimony that uh, uh the guy didn't never raised his hands you know so and I'm saying, but was charging at him. So you know, I don't think guy necessarily who's charging is going to have his hands up. You're talking about uh, a group of people who do this as a tactic. But I'm sure, sure I'm sure the memo didn't go out to uh, Michael Brown. All so I'm saying, all I'm wrong saying wrong. is, all I'm, I'm saying is, competing. this, <laughs> the, you know, the right wing. Uh, I think it was uh, which I've tried to which, uh, which uh, outfit released this particular. Oh, uh, uh, some
1: uh, blog type thing. Yeah, uh, I Dan found it.
0: Yeah, and it's Snopes. <laughs> Snopes said that it turns out that yeah, it's it's Michael Brown's rap sheet. It's not that Michael Brown, though. See, and and so all of a sudden this makes it the drudge or whatever, and tons of other things. And everybody tells us how wonderful the internet is. Well, as a method of communication, it's wonderful. In reality, because nobody uses it correctly, it is it is complete misinformation. You, let's, say, let's say you have some half-assed idea about the world, all right? And you want that half-assed idea justified, okay? Where are you going to go? The I Internet. <laughs> Right? Because somewhere on the internet, there's going to be somebody who wrote something to justify what you believe.
1: Uh, of course.
0: Yeah. And, and and we didn't used to have that. People had to somehow figure it out for themselves or come up oh, with but their there, own there, there opinion.
1: Were, there were newspapers uh, that, that wrote to a certain bent, even uh, in, in, in uh, Nazi Germany, uh, and uh, all of these uh, things, they were trying to get their story. Well, over it was, in it, the it, was Union. it was
0: it was every newspaper in Nazi Germany.
1: Yeah, and, yeah, and, and yeah. the Soviet Union as well. Uh, yeah. You know, tried to uh, report the news the way they wanted it reported. As far as they were concerned, the West was evil, and that's and that was their bent, and that's how they wrote their stories.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, I mean, all I'm saying is, is that that uh, that we all have to be careful about this. I don't really read. So I don't I don't pay attention, for instance, to uh, uh, to MSNBC.
1: I I watched a uh, documentary this morning on uh china and the steel industry and the way they're trying to buy the mines in uh australia Mm -hmm. and it seems as though they're getting much more heavy-handed and what they're saying in china is that all the uh uh, things that had made them so progressive for the last 20 years are are going out the door and they're going more uh, with the way the state would uh, would run things, and what they're saying is, is that anybody that doesn't want to sell their uh, uh, mine t- in Australia to the Chinese because they're out to buy it, yeah. uh, uh, they they get very heavy handed. Matter of fact, there are, were some businessmen that are being held in Chinese jails. Uh, without uh being without acute uh, being tried Where, where'd you read
0: this story by the way
1: i saw it on television uh it was a, a cable channel 147 uh, it was a documentary on uh well uh, it was called money matters or something like that yeah and uh so what they were saying is is that uh the and the americans had better watch out because all they have is a credit card uh they don't have uh, the money that China has and that China's on the move to buy uh, uh, to, to buy assets and right now it's Australia uh, and the, China and the-
0: is a very unusual situation and I, I, I don't I, there are a lot of different ways to explain it uh, but the, easy, the easiest way to explain the, the, what's going on over there is they have allowed capitalism to exist in their communist country Not just normal capitalism, but Mm high-powered, just no-nonsense capitalism. The deal that has been struck is, we won't stop you. Let us play our little game. And so the powers that be are still allowed to be that dogmatic Chinese communist uh, political base. Meanwhile, it's you allow us to do this unhindered you can go do capitalism. What's happening now in Hong Kong uh, is is a very interesting situation because in Hong Kong, which up until a few years ago wasn't even uh, run by China, um, it, 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 uh, um, it 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 wants more freedom over who they elect and so on. They want more of a democracy in, China, in Hong Kong. They want really what they had before the Chinese took over. Of course. Uh, but the Chinese were very smart. Everybody said, what's going to happen when the Chinese finally get Hong Kong? It's one of the most uh, capitalistic cities in the world. And the Chinese weren't stupid. They saw that they could make money there. And so they allowed it to go on. But as time went on, they, they also allowed their, um, their, their politics to take over and, and, and run the country. And the trouble with the communist government, okay, is they're corrupt. You know, people think that Tiananmen Square was all over people wanting freedom. And that wasn't what Tiananmen Square was about at all. It was, was about the, the fact state. that they
1: didn't like the government being corrupt. Yeah. Oh, matter of fact, on this documentary, yeah. uh, one of the uh, one of the speakers was Robert Reich Okay. Uh, so uh, yeah. you know, I, I don't think it had a uh, a right wing bent to it.
0: No, uh, uh, and I'm sure you know the Chinese. I just don't understand. You see, I don't understand uh, the the Chinese government in that you know they've got a great thing going. Why be so dogmatic about all this communist shit?
1: Well, you know, because their, their economy is stalling and in order to uh, uh, keep things uh, at the pace that it was they're instead of being good business partners with foreign concerns. Now what they're doing is they're buying those concerns uh, and uh, uh, which is affecting the standard of living uh, of those countries like Australia and soon to be the United States. Uh, because they are, you know, they won't be doing business anymore. They'll well, be working for. My
0: wife works for a Chinese company that right. uh, is uh, one of the biggest banking companies in China. And um, they, they're coming over here and buying up companies like Crazy. Sure. You know, I mean, uh, they're not an evil company. They're a great company. they you know, I... I, I, I Chinese I, I, were
1: making I, steel. They weren't evil either. They were just yeah, doing business well, with no, them. But experience. what I'm, what I'm I mean,
0: saying was- is, is that this company, for instance, yeah.
2: uh,
0: an Amer- you should work for an American company that treats their people like these people do. I mean, that give out the kind of bonuses they do at Christmas time, that give out the raises constantly that they do. Uh, the, the the fact that, for instance, we're we're not paying into her uh, health plan, you know, sure. like most companies where you got to pay two hundred dollars a month if you have a, a you and a wife, you know, to pay into a health plan, they pay all of it. So you they mean pay. a
1: ten dollar gift certificate at Starbucks isn't a good bonus? <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, no, I mean, American companies treat
0: Just their people like treat their people like crap, you know. Yeah. It's serious. I, XM. I was there. Uh, I in the beginning, I got bonuses every year, and I got raises every year. And then all of a sudden, you know, the business went bad. We had the downturn in the business, and the company almost f- crashed. So the stock uh, was so. When point. they didn't give me a bonus that year, and they didn't give me a raise that year, I understood, and I was willing to see them through it, or maybe even two years, because I cared about the company surviving. Uh, but then as the years went on, they started getting more and more money. I didn't see another sure. bonus. I didn't see any raise. I didn't get a single raise for five years at that place. Have you ever heard of any company
1: going five years without giving people raises? Uh, my my income deteriorated for five years.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you still kept paying your employees. Did you have to let yeah. anybody go during that time? No. No. Well, see, that's see, you're not exactly a Republican. <laughs> you know you kept oh, my going. friend
1: michael just showed up say hello uh this look is... up look uh, up uh,
0: yeah. hey michael how are you <laughs>
1: how are you nice to see you yeah, yeah. so you know uh, he's the expert on invisalign oh yeah
0: oh really okay oh i i'm i'm looking folks because i can see him uh boy and you had your teeth whitened too didn't you no no
1: are they that white, oh, Matt? I just went to the uh, dentist to get them cleaned. Oh, I see. <laughs> well,
0: no, uh, usually when I see them that white, it's somebody who did the whole, you know. Uh,
1: years ago, I think he did. It's a good diet.
0: <laughs> it's a good diet, yeah, yeah. I hope you're hey, not... Um, oh, hope-
1: oh. I've got 20 minutes to make it to Oakland, and he's here to get his dog.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to have to let you go, and what I'll probably do is close down the show a little early today, because nobody else called. I don't know why. Usually, we yesterday, we had like five, six people.
1: It was a lot I know. of people. I know. Even Tony uh, jumped in for five minutes. Yeah, from <laughs> the, the hat from,
0: <laughs> from the hat factory. Yeah, right. Okay, well, have a nice rest
1: of the day. Hey, you
0: too. Take care. Okay, bye-bye. All right, well, nobody else is calling, and uh, so, you know, I can always say, that's what I love about doing this show, is I can call it short if I want to call it short. Interesting discussion, though. But I think the bottom line of what I was trying to say in our little talk here was that uh, it's just a a question of uh, where do you go to get your news? And if you go to get your news where you have somebody who agrees with your opinion, then you're not really getting the news. You're getting the you, you're getting a version of the news, uh, filtered uh, uh, through you, um, uh, filtered through through a source that you know you agree with. Um, I don't. You know, people say to me, where should I go for news? I think right now, the closest thing to unbiased, and I don't know that I can exactly say that it's unbiased, is if you go over to uh, 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 CNN. <clears throat> CNN is, uh, is really not all that biased. Uh, they, 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 they are kind of taking a pride now in being in the middle, and the public is starting to look at them as being more of a, uh, uh, an impartial news source. Um, that's not to say that, um, uh, a company that's, uh, um, you know, um, owned by, uh, Time Warner, uh, or who owns CNN now? Is it still Time Warner? I guess it is, uh, it, it is, is not going to be a little biased in its company philosophy. I mean, like for years, everybody went, oh, I love Amos NBC. There's so much to the left. Oh boy, they're my left, uh, they're my left, leftist honeys and and then the, the truth of the matter was <laughs> i loved it i loved it uh, the truth of the matter was uh it was owned by GE the, the number one supplier of of of, of uh, to, uh he, they get their main income from the military industrial complex okay and yet oh it's MSNBC they Believe me, it was the thing I didn't like about MSNBC is they said, you know, we really need to create an alternative to Fox. You know, Fox was created by the passion of Roger Ailes, who was a right-winger who felt there was no news on the air for right-wingers, who then teamed up with billionaire Rupert Murdoch, who also was a right-winger, and they said, okay, we'll start a news organization where right-wingers can go and listen to right-wing uh, news. And that was how Fox was formed. And you know something? I don't think it was a bad idea. I think that if you feel that there is a hole that is not being filled and you can fill it, then you go ahead and fill it. And if you feel there's an audience not being served, then you serve them. Uh, But not to the extreme they went to, which was sometimes just outright lying about the news or, uh, or, or twisting the news to your way or uh saying something in such a way that it becomes prejudicial but to get news out to your audience with a a right wing bent okay so here oh the thing i was going to mention to phil was if you don't think that over at msnbc i mean over to fox that there are people working there who aren't really right wing but play right wing because they'll do it for a job. I mean, I could never do it. I, I one time I had a uh, guy who was going to be my agent. I've never really had an agent. I had one in San Francisco to do negotiating for me. He was a lawyer. Uh, but oh hey, that fracking cat is calling. Hi hi cat. How are you? Let me just finish my thought here for a second
1: All
0: right. uh, But anyway, he was the uh, his other big client was Glenn Beck. Uh, that was one of his clients. So they did, had a lot of news clients too. Uh, but Glenn Beck was, uh, was his, his little honey who was like starting to get hot at the time. And, uh, he said, so, uh, will you do talk shows? I said, yeah. He said, do you do a uh, political? I said, well, you know, I'd rather not, but I, uh because I, I like entertaining people. I said, but if I have to, uh, yeah, I, I do political. And he said, oh, well, uh, where are you uh, politically? And I said, I'm uh, I'm I'm a left winger. Uh, and I never call myself a liberal because I think liberal is kind of wimpy. So I call myself a, a, a lefty. So I said, no, I'm, I'm a lefty. And he says to me, could you be right wing? I said, what? He said, could you be right wing? I said, not if I have to look at myself in the mirror every day. You know, I couldn't go on the air and be dishonest like that. He said, well, there are a lot of people doing it. Then I said, I can't. He said, then I don't think I can find you a job anywhere. <laughs> I could have one of the best agents in the business if I simply wanted to suddenly become a right-winger. And that's what I think you'll find over at Fox, that a lot of those people aren't right-wingers. Anyway, hey, it's the cat. How you doing, Kitty?
2: All right, Alex, how are you doing? Kitty
0: Bob, as uh, 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 our good friend Jim Browning refers to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, oh, sorry, I thought you to say something No, how's your day going?
2: Uh, good so far, just got home a little bit ago And just trying to
0: rest a bit you work It was o- a long night You work overnight, right? That's right So you start working what time? About 10 o'clock And then you get and off at what? Then you, I guess you get off at 6? Uh, 7 7, okay yes. So let's see here, right now in California It's uh, 1957 No, it's uh, uh, 11 o'clock <laughs> Or or ten minutes of uh, eleven, yeah. So what? What? How? Why it takes so long to get home?
2: I was kind of out and about looking at a. Well, I was kind of looking for a birthday pie for for somebody. So
0: a birthday pie. Whose birthday is it?
2: Uh, someone we both know. I'm I, not going to say because I, I don't want to get in trouble. Does it start with an M? It could.
0: Okay. <laughs> really? I didn't know. See, I don't uh, have a list of birthdays here.
2: Well, I didn't say anything. I still have plausible deniability. So oh, plausible deniability.
0: It. You might be getting a birthday cake for somebody. Uh, yeah. 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 They they might not be listening right now.
2: Probably not. No, so, they wouldn't be listening. Yeah, you know, no. they've
0: got work to do. So, anyway. Yeah, they got
2: important things to do.
0: <laughs> so, so, Kitty Bob, you don't even watch the news, do you?
2: No, and I almost. You know, it's not like I didn't want to join the discussion, but I, I usually don't keep up with the news a whole lot, just because uh, you know, I got so much. I've had so many things going on personally. I just I kind of tuned out the rest of the world. Well, uh, you know something. I got to tell you, uh,
0: how old are you, Kitty Bob?
2: Uh, yeah, forty. Forty. <laughs> you, know, you know it's fine.
0: Uh, I got to tell you, I didn't care about things politically for quite a while in my life. I think I was. It wasn't until I hit about thirty that I started getting in any way particularly political. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, I don't know that young people, for instance, get are that political. Uh, some are. Some are out there demonstrating and doing all of that. And thank God, because demonstrating is for the young. It's not, yeah. really, it's not for the old, the old, can- what I used to be able to do in a demonstration and the marches I used to be able to go on and, uh, the, the yelling and screaming and all that. Uh, I don't know if I have that energy anymore.
2: Yeah. I just don't even want to go outside if I don't have to.
0: Exactly. <laughs> you know, I think I'd rather just lie in bed. And, and so going out to a demonstration is, uh, you know, like in the old days when they did like, uh, um, that, uh, um thing where they sat in the park here in new york oh <laughs> the occupy movement occupy thing. movement yeah i'd probably be out there sleeping overnight got my sleeping bag doing the whole deal right i'm yeah, sorry they they i'm sorry i'm sorry i'll i'll support you and your thing in the park but is there a hotel nearby i can
1: stay at <laughs> <You> <laughs> know?
0: I mean, i'll just leave a sign here do they have cable uh what's the what's the fr- mini fridge like so you're what what the older people become in in pol- politics is the support movement you know they supply the money they supply the uh uh they, they supply the support to the to the troops but it's it's pretty hard to do it when you're you know when you're older you know what i'm saying it's it's a very strange uh, thing that yeah. happens yeah, and understand. so the fact that you're 40 and you don't pay that much attention to the news maybe some of it has to do with the fact that you pay attention to the news when it affects you. And the question is, how much of an investment do you have in the country? You don't own a business. Uh, you're, you're, You're just trying to get by. And so, therefore, the art of survival is more important than listening to all the problems in the world, which, quite frankly, you can't do anything about.
2: Yeah, basically, that's that's the way it was, and especially where I used to live. I mean, I was out in the middle of nowhere. The nearest big city was Dallas, and that was about 60 miles away, and
0: so, what did I care? It's, it, how about people around you, though, in that town? Did they pay attention to the news, or were they kind of remote from it, too? Did they kind of have that feeling of, it's it's more what affects me locally than what affects me nationally?
2: Yeah, that's basically it. I mean, if there was something big, people would talk about it for a little bit, and then it would last a couple of days and be gone.
0: Now, did you have a local radio station there that like supplied you with local information?
2: Uh, Dallas would have been the closest one. They had one in a little city I was in in Canton, but it was it just played old music and every once in a while I'd talk about the the football game or whatever was going on. So in they the really
0: they really weren't servicing the community.
2: No, just See, you know, in, just local.
0: When I was coming up in this business, those little radio stations served the communities. You know, with community news and what was happening in the city council, and you know things like that, and uh, and and always played to a local audience. In fact, the the big thing was you wanted to be local because people don't care about something which doesn't affect them. People are very selfish that way. Yeah, you know, and so when it comes to news, you really want news which is is stuff that affects you personally. Uh, and is going to affect your life and the way you live it. So, uh, so you miss Texas yet?
2: Um, every once in a while, past couple of days, I've you know been a little homesick. But you know, I've, I got a couple of pictures from my stepdad. He sent me a picture of my dog. I thought about sending them to you just for the hell of it. <laughs> what
0: sending sending me the pictures, or the uh, pictures <laughs> of the dog? the pictures of the dog. That must have, that's kind of a sad thing, leaving your dog behind.
2: Yeah, I mean, I had her for 5 years since she was a puppy and just you know, every once in a while I start thinking about it and get a little sad about it.
0: But. Yeah, and there was no way you could bring the dog out because I don't think that your current roommate uh,
2: No, you know, just it would be tough to keep her here. I mean, it would be in a in a building and you can't have a dog just running around and you know, my dog she was she's used to running 3 acres of
0: Yeah. Land so. So your stepdad's taking care of the dog now. That's in what Canton, Texas? Yeah. Yeah. The reason I can remember it is I went Canton, Texas. Yeah, I lived in Texas and I never heard of Canton. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I heard of sad to hear that. I heard of Canton, Illinois. Oh, Canton, Ohio. Canton, Ohio. Canton, China. Canton, China. Yeah. Uh, but not uh, not uh, that. Well, the
2: biggest thing about Canton is every month they have the gigantic uh, flea market hmm And the population of the town increases like, you know, times five.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and that's the big. That's the big deal in Canton. Yeah. It's yeah.
2: A whole lot of junk. But yeah. And people show up for it. Yeah.
0: Well, I lived in Houston, and uh, I love that town. Man, that was a good little town.
2: I, I never made it there, San Antonio and Corpus Christi Boy, when I it, was real young, but that's about it.
0: Sounds to me like you lead, led a rather sheltered life and that this moving to California has to be the biggest culture shock of your life.
2: Well, yeah, and that's, I always think about that, you know, it was a sheltered life. I mean, even from the nearby town, I mean, that was, I still lived seven miles outside of it. So I actually lived in the middle of nowhere.
0: Yeah. Uh, and and uh, what, what, what kind of business was your family in?
2: Uh, my stepdad was a, a carpenter.
0: Yeah. So, you
2: know, yeah. Mom, she didn't. She didn't work. She was retired. So,
0: what did she do when she worked?
2: But she used to work at a, a hat factory, and then she worked at this. Um, I can't remember what. Wow. It was some kind of assembly plant, and but she had gotten hurt. So, so I mean, the story. Disabled.
0: The story is you meet up with Miranda, I guess, on the internet, right? Yeah. That's how you became a, friends. And and I mean and I mean fast friends. I mean, there's a. uh, I can't even begin to describe the relationship, but it's a very strong relationship between the two of you. Enough so that she did she ask you to move out to California,
2: or did you ask to move out to California? Who, who, who? I think we kind of both talked about it. Huh? She she suggested it moving here, and you know that I wasn't sure about it first because you know I wasn't sure how we were going to get along. And yeah. I didn't want to just come out here and, you know, not work out. We, you know, start to hate each other or something, and
0: right, be stuck out on the street. Well, so that was that's been this has been quite a uh, quite a move for you. I mean, it's, this is a big change in your life.
2: Yeah, but, well, I talked about it before. I was born out here, and like six months after I yeah. was born, you know, they picked up and moved and went out there. But you know, it's always felt like I was supposed to be here.
0: Yeah. Well, also, how are you going to remember?
2: Your yeah, first six
0: uh, just, months of life—that's you know.
2: But you know, I'm I'm a paranoid mess, and like even if I go to Dallas, <laughs> I, I freak out about things. But here, I'm not. Like I said, I feel like I belong here. Uh, it, it feels right. Just to walk around.
0: You know, it's funny, uh, and then I, I guess we got to go here because we're running out of time. But when I first moved to New York, I don't—I never felt quite at home in San Francisco I was born and raised there but I never felt at home I felt like the odd kid you know because like to begin with I was Jewish in an all Italian neighborhood and in California in those days if you were Jewish it was they'd invite you over just so everybody could see what a Jew looked like you know I mean that's how rare it was Mm -hmm. and um, uh, yeah it had to move to Southern California to find any large Jewish population so I always felt uh, kind of the uh, odd man out you know and all, I, moved, I moved to New York, and the minute I got here, I felt like this is where I belong. This, was, I, this is where I had to be, I should have been all along. Yeah. And even women exactly found right me now. sexy out here where well, they didn't in California. You know, I mean, it's just the whole aesthetic in New York was the aesthetic. I w- my mother was from New York. You know, my father was from Germany. Um, my aesthetic wasn't California. The aesthetic I was brought up in was the New York aesthetic.
2: Well, I haven't found one of those places yet where I'm, like, desired or anything, but, yeah.
0: Well, Well, you're you're desired at at GabNet, okay? Does that make any sense at all?
2: Uh, (laughs) I feel better about myself now.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Hey, good talking to you, Kitty Bob, or as you call yourself that fracking cat, or as I call you, Mr. Cat. Uh, yes, Go uh, go curl up on your blanket And get yourself a little bit of rest And uh, uh, we'll talk to you later Alright, you have a good day, Mr. Let, Bennett uh, Okay, bye-bye That's that uh. fracking cat, ladies and gentlemen That's that fracking show We're through We're, uh, we're going uh, we're, we're going To that great place where all shows go on the internet Silence uh, We'll see you tonight at uh, 10 o'clock It's the Alex Bennett Ramble Uh, And just before that, don't forget, we've got uh, uh, The Exchange with Jim Browning. And then there's a guy named Revelstoke Jim. It sounds very much like Jim Browning, who goes on at midnight Eastern time. All those shows live tonight, and then we'll see you back here tomorrow. And let's hope we get more callers. Let's hope we get more listeners. I want to see this thing build. I love this little show, because it's just kind of fun conversation. just fun. So we'll see you tomorrow, same time, same station in life. In the meantime, if you see her, yep, you know what to do. Tell her I love her, okay?